English Premier League. From the man you read. To a Brazilian named Fred. From the Socceroos. To the latest round ball news. From Harry Kill's tattoo. To Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Arriba! Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias, for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name's Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Cactus Chris Couch, Donnie Dominguez, and Pablo Cruz. We're four blokes who love our world footy, and we want to tell you all about it. So, Cactus, what's on the show for listeners tonight? Yes, thank you, Carlos. Tonight we share a double-shot soft sombrero moment with Aussie football legend and Fox Sports commentator Robbie Slater, and the Diego's can hear the drums <laughs> Fernando in Pablo's EPL rap. That's right, Prickles. Uh, Cactus Slater reviews the Socceroos' heartbreaking Asian Cup final loss to Japan, and Donnie talks about Ronaldo's messy obsession and the Special One's love affair with anyone and everyone in the EPL in his global scene. We talk Zara going under the knife, Musket contemplating his football afterlife, and the Brisbane Roar living the high life, and much, much more. So all you sensitive hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros. Coming up, how did we lose it? It's an Asian Cup final wrap with Cactus, so stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos, Donnie, Cactus and Pablo here on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy, Diego style. Coming up, shock horror, red stands, Torres once out of Liverpool. Pablo tells us all about it, but first, Cactus, with a sad, sad, sad Asian Cup update. I do have a sad update, of course. These red roadmaps in my eyes, they're not just from <laughs> staying up all night, but... Crying at the fact that our dreams of becoming Asian champions has been shattered, Carlos. Now, of course, we got beat 1-0 overnight. Substitute Tadanari Lee volleyed home the winner. T. Lee. In the- <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Lee. <laughs> Tommy in Japan, I believe he's well known as. To his mates, yes. 109th minute. Yeah. So we had uh, we had 11 minutes to equalise, but we couldn't quite do it. But we shouldn't have gone into extra time anyway. Yeah. We had plenty of opportunities, clearly the better side. But unfortunately, now he had a wonderful game. But Harry Kuehl just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net when he had the chance. There were others too, Matt Mackay in the first couple of minutes. And yep. uh, Robbie Cruz had a good chance as well, but uh, should have been wrapped up. Harry was a profligate uh, prong last night. When Pim Verbeek was the manager, we were at parsimonious prongs. Yes. He went to this extravagant, uh, wasteful prong last night in Harry Kuehl. He's fantastic, by the way. So you, you can't have a crack at his, uh, his efforts. But uh, we've got to do something. We've got to discover, uncover, unearth. A, a young prong that can score goals, and uh, I'm not sure where we're going to find those guys. Perhaps we can. You, you're into technology, Donnie. We can probably. Uh, genetic, we can build him. We can. <laughs> we, we can build him. Genetically <laughs> engineer we, yes, a we'll prong. To, yes, exactly. We can go for the first, the, the world's first test tube prong. Well, if anyone, if anyone's going to produce a prong out of nothing, it's going to be the Japanese first. So we'll wait till we'll wait till they do it. Yeah, but their prong will be a hologram. Yeah, it'll it'll be. be a hologram. We'll we'll create the first six billion dollar prong. Now their keeper. I just want to shout out special attention to Eiji Kawashima. Now, normally he's, a, he's calamity Kawashima, but last night he had the game of his life. Yeah. He caught everything. He saved everything. He got at the feet of everyone. And uh, and while Harry did have a few chances, the keeper was just too good for him on the night, and, uh, and he was fantastic. But our Achilles heel all tournament yeah. 
has been putting the ball in the back of the onion bag, and it came back to haunt us last night. But they'll argue that uh, we scored six in the semi-final. What are you talking about, Cactus? But we re- really, when we do need those goals, and when there was some one-on-ones with Harry involved, and uh, Timmy Cahill had the odd half chance, and uh, even Brett Edmonton, when he came on in the end, that little chip over the top where he was just a little bit off his game when he came on. Maybe sitting on the bench is something he's not used to. But uh, look, the boys were heroic. They were gallant. Mm. But unfortunately, it's another glorious failure for the Socceroos at the top level when we could win some uh, silverware. The most frustrating thing, I think, Carlos, was sitting there feeling like that goal was going to come. Just You, you could sense it. You could feel it. But it never did. Yeah. It just never did Exactly come. right. So, and you wanted some luck. You wanted that ball from Matty Mackay to come out of nowhere. But we just didn't get it in the Japanese. And by the way, uh, do we spare David Carney or not? I mean, he had <laughs> such a good game. And then yeah. the old uh, wayward David Carney. His mind just went wayward. <laughs> Ball watching. Ball watching Ball at watching, the wrong Carlos. time. And, uh, geez, uh, the young boy, Tommy Lee, he's uh, just all alone. He could have actually, you know, flicked it up to himself and done an Alex Terra overhead kick into the top corner. But he decided to polish it off off the laces with the volley into the top corner. Now, I just want to say that the refereeing was excellent. Who's Becky referee? Well, the Uzbeki yeah. referee was very, very good. No uh, grudges. There was no diving. Everyone got up from a tackle and just shook each other's hands yeah. and went on with it. It was very un-Asian. The un-Asian <laughs> cup final. <laughs> yeah, look, it remains to see what's going to happen. I think Holger Osik is a friend of the Diego, so he's done very, very well. To completely change the mentality of the side under Pim Verbake. So congratulations to the Big O, and uh, looking forward to him taking us to 2014. Coming up, is Torres really leaving... Liverpool. Pablo gives us an update, so stick around. Across Australia, this is the 40 Agos. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the 40 Agos on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Also, join us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, it's an Aussie kid swooshing his way to the top. But first, Pablo, a huge story has broken the EPL, and it won't make Liverpool fans happy. No, no. If you listen very, very carefully, you can hear the transfer window slowly <laughs> sliding shut. And... If you uh, if you cock your ear a little harder, you can actually hear the soft rhythmic weeping of Warren Diego, the uh, the Liverpool tragic and slightly overkeen admirer of Fernando Torres, because uh, all the signs are that he's he's going. Chelsea have admired or Abramovich has admired him. He's tried to get into Chelsea in the past. When Abramovich <laughs> admires you, yes. you know that you're in trouble. Well, the, but Chelsea have been on an economy drive, so they haven't been spending a lot of money <laughs> yeah. lately in an attempt to balance the books. But uh, I think they're prepared to uh, overbalance the books and get Torres on board. Yeah, but Pablo, you're saying you're almost saying it's a fade to complete here because I'm not sure whether it's going to happen. He's going to have to fork out. They've had 28 million dollar pound bid mm-hmm. rejected, a 35 million pound bid rejected. Now they're talking fifty million with some make weights too. Oh, I think I think as long as it adds up to fifty million in total, <laughs> then Liverpool will be happy. Look, the reason I say I think he's going is because um, the owners have mentioned his long-term contract, which is basically that's yep. not enough money. We want more more than that. And also, Torres himself has put in a, a transfer request. So. Even though he's been loved since day one, since yeah. the first time he pulled on the number nine, the cop, like, he's got a midweek game. If he doesn't make the transfer window, oh, he's, he's going to have to play midweek yeah. for, uh, at home. Yeah. Yes. And, but, uh, but it's untenable. Donnie, it's untenable. Once you say you want to go and you're a Liverpool player, it's well, untenable. There is a chance that the cop will mug you yeah. on the way, you know, between your car and the yeah. change rooms. There's every chance you'll be a goner. Yeah. And in fact, I'm very much, I'm very concerned about Warren. 
very concerned about Warren <laughs> because that is the most severe man crush I've ever actually seen Warren yeah. have. Now, he could transfer that across to Suarez. Well, he's turned for Stevie Gerrard, and I think he'll turn. He'll go he menage could. a trois. He'll go for, <laughs> he'll go for Torres too. Now, the, the big question mark here is not only the Liverpool fans and Warren in particular are going to be upset about Torres moving on. They'll be really upset the fact that who could be going the other way, yeah. back to them, yeah. is uh, the Lasalk. Yes, well, this is the problem. I mean, what do you do when a player puts in a transfer request as Torres has done? You either hold on to him and have him belly aching and sucking around the club. Uh, if the make weight in the deal happens to be Nick and Elka, uh, he's got he's got no desire to leave Chelsea. What's he going to do? It's he's like for like. Exactly. It's going to be one sook for another. Exactly right. Well, of course, uh, he did spend a bit of time, a very successful period in 2002 where he, it's only, like, he only goes bad. He only goes into a sock mode towards the end of his stint. So he's mm. good for you at the start. So he'll be good for you a couple of months. Might be mm. a good little pickup, but uh, he's no good long-term uh, Nicholas and Elka. No, there's what? something troubling about that man. He just can't. He can't commit for a long time, Carlos. No, no, not at all. He just can't. Not but at all. He's actually got the combined the most cumulative hit transfer fees, and by the way, he's by uh, association he's cut of yes. transfer fees. And his but agent, any, his yeah, agent exactly. would be very happy. His brother, you mean? <laughs> yes. And uh, anyone in world football. So uh, you know, he's a sock, but he's not a bad player. Now, before we go, Pablo, uh, Ian Holloway is uh, up to it again. He is up to it again. He is up to it again. Um, he, you may remember back in November when he fielded a very understrength side uh, in a cup tie midweek in an attempt to preserve his players yep. for a, a Premier League game. He's been fined. He's been fined 25,000 pound. The club has at least. And uh, I'm just reminded, I don't know how tough you were as a kid, but you know when someone kicks sand in your face in the sandbox out there and you get one of your mates to hold you back, he's, he's threatened to quit. He says, I'm going to resign, I'm going to resign. In fact, I've handed him my, my resignation to the chairman of the club. It's up to him if he accepts it or not, of course. Now, uh, I take ombridge to all of this because you're meant to hand in a squad of 25 names to yeah. the FA. You don't pick a le- your first 11 and then who your 14 substitutes are. So when you play your team, yep. that's your team. And Cactus. when you're two all in the 90th minute, yes. it's hard to say that you've picked your worst side. Well, when you've got a pub team like Blackpool, they're all <laughs> anyway. the same, those players. Look, it's a tanking rule. It's a whole thing about tanking, and uh, that's what he was accused of. That's why he's been fine. Thanks very much, Pablo Cruz. Next up, it's a story about a little kitty living his football dream. Donnie, tell us all about it, so stay tuned. Across Australia, this is the 40 Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Donny, I love it when Aussie kids reach for the stars. And we have one in a chap by the name of Tom Rogic from the ACT. Huh. Hard to believe that the ACT has produced <laughs> a profligate prodigy like uh, Tommy Rogic, but he's just beaten 75,000 worldwide hopefuls to receive one of eight scholarships to uh, Nike's Academy, their football academy in England. Now, Donnie, is he a product of our national curriculum and therefore a product of the genetic engineering, the <laughs> test tube prong well, project well, that we want to get going? Well, my understanding, Carlos, is that currently he's a plucky midfielder. Oh, no good for us. But we may well be able to change him. Yeah, We, we may be able to surgically and yeah. uh, and in some sort of genetic engineering way <laughs> change him to that prong. Donnie, uh, yes. where are his parents from? Yeah, and this is what I'm worried about, Cactus. <laughs> we have to cap him immediately. Immediately. He's 18 years old. Yep. 
He could be taken by the Serbs, the Croatians, the Turks, anyone. You know, they'll come after him. Let's just anyone who was formerly a part of the Ottoman Empire <laughs> has claims on this boy. He's exactly right. Let's just quickly set up a friendly with uh, Western Samoa. <laughs> exactly. We'll call it the Tommy Rogic uh, Memorial yes. or, or Testimonial yep. to get him capped and make sure that he can't flee. Now, the only thing the boy needs to be aware of is he's got to get away from the clutches of Graham Arnold. Because <laughs> Graham Arnold, he's been training with the Mariners. The yeah. Marinators have had him there for a while. They've offered him a contract. And I say, stay clear. <laughs> That's what I say. Thank you there, Donnie. Good luck to Tommy, our first test tube prong. Hopefully the pluckiness ends up being a you know potency in the prong department. That's correct. So we'll have to wait and see there. Thanks very much, uh, Donnie. Next up, it's Ronaldo's messy obsession. We've got Donnie tell us about that too. Stay with us. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. The Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. And you can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, it's a special soft sombrero moment with Robbie Slater. But first, Donnie, the gelled one is in the news again in Spain. Yes, Carlos. And he's trying to deny the rumours that he's obsessed with Lionel Messi, <laughs> that he is insanely jealous of Lionel Messi. Yeah. But we all know that he is. When you said before the break that we were talking about uh, Ronaldo's messy dream. <laughs> Obsession. <laughs> Obsession, yes, sorry. Yes. Well, there I go, dream. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. wondering what, where this story Say was no going. More. Say yeah. no more, Cactus. We know where you're going. But yeah. no, um, Cristiano, he um, doesn't stop talking about Lionel. No. Doesn't stop comparing himself to Lionel. Mm. And I do think that that little voodoo doll of Lionel that he carries around <laughs> yeah, with him, yeah. with those pins in the yeah, back, yeah. have just given away the Look, fact. I think the giveaway was when he scored his last goal, he pulled off his top and he had an undergarment, I belong to Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> or I want to be a Smurf too. Exactly right. You know, it's yeah. just, he, he's been obsessed with him. You know, and, and of course he doesn't, he says he doesn't compare himself. No. He says that he's very happy with his 32 goals in 31 games. Yep. But he's a little envious of the 30 goals in 28 games <laughs> yeah. that Lionel Plus Messi's assists, got. Donnie. Plus assists have made him, you know, have made Lionel the man who's won the, the Ballon yeah. d'Or 2009, World yeah. Player of the Year 2010 yeah. as well. The only comeback that uh, Cristiano, the gelled one's got over Messi with the assists is that he's got five arse passes. He does. In, <laughs> in retaliation for oh, that. Oh, look, and the other thing that he's got over Lionel is he pulls the chicks <laughs> a lot better than Lionel does, you yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, so that's something that Cristiano will never lose to Lionel. So and he can always stand tall yeah. in that regard. And when he goes to L- Luna Park, he's allowed to uh, go on all the rides. <laughs> and, that's a, and that's another thing that uh, Lionel can't do, stand tall. <laughs> of course, uh, Jose Mourinho is talking about, as always, how he's loved the UK and he wants to come back and, pl- and coach or manage in the EPL. The special one is not loved anywhere. He really is not loved in Europe. They do. The players love him, Donny. Yeah, but the press and the owners—they—they they, they don't like him. The English press like him. Yeah, I know. In Europe, in, the, yeah, in mainland yeah, yeah, Europe, he yeah. just doesn't get the love and adulation that he does in the UK. So, understandably, the special one is saying, and apparently, if we can trust the Sun, yeah, and I'm sure that's <laughs> the, the most reputable source of all information, he's—he's he's now uh, at the weekend. Apparently, he said, "I've decided to return to England." Okay, but I only want to coach. Man United, yep. Man City, or Chelsea. Oh, he said those three. He did mention those no, three. No, no, I think, I think what he said was he doesn't care. <laughs> which one of those three? <laughs> he goes, I don't care which club I coach. No. It could be Man U, Man City, yeah. or whoever else. I or don't Chelsea. care. No, look, I'm almost certain, I'm certain <laughs> that he would not go anywhere past. Now, I know that Liverpool could desperately use the man. Mm-hmm. And they'd get over their problems with, with Mourinho if he could come there and actually win them a game. But I, don't, I, I think they're, they're the three clubs. 
And that's where he'll go. We'll wait and see. We'll Thanks see. very much, Donny. Coming up, Pablo asks, women football in the offside rule, do they mix? Not sure. We'll uh, find out from Pablo. Stay with us across Australia. This is the 4 Diego's. Triple M. Rise with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the 4 Diego's on Triple M. Pablo, heads have rolled at Sky Sports in the UK. Yes, that's right, Carlos. Um, law number 11 in the FIFA rulebook is only 200 words long, but it's cost <laughs> Andy Gray about a uh, million dollars a year in contracts. He's had yeah. to resign for inferring... Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> I just want to make sure. Off air, he, th- he thought he was commentating for Sky Sports. He thought his mic was off, and, yeah. he, and he disparaged the female linesman with some fairly sexist uh, remarks. He, uh, he basically uh, basically said, someone's better get down there and explain the offside rule to her before kickoff, and they, that's caused a bit of a uproar. They all laughed. Your... They all laughed in the in the in the studio. In the sky, it was so funny that uh, yeah. a bit of a dinosaur comic, wasn't it? Uh, uh, absolutely shocking. But uh, but uh, Graham Drury, who's a who's a coach in one of the lower leagues, says he doesn't mind if it's a man, a woman, or an elephant who calls the lines <laughs> as long as they get it right. And Sean Massey yeah. gets it right, so she's actually quite a good linesman. But uh, yeah. I think uh, Lions woman. I think uh, Mike uh, Riley summed it up best of all when he said all referees and assistants uh, are appointed on merit and ability, and when they are appointed, they get the same abuse as their male colleagues. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> well, he's wrong about the the women not knowing the offside rule because my wife's always telling me where I shouldn't be. That's <laughs> really right. Especially watching Californication or Entourage. Can't watch it offside. 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 Thanks very much, Pablo. Next up, we catch up with Aussie football legend Robbie Slater. So stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at fourdiegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S dot com. You can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash fourdiegos. Coming up, it's Brisbane Raw on top of the world with Cactus. But first, joining us to talk everything that is Oz football is one of the greats of the game. Please, a big Four Diego's welcome to Australian football legend and one of the stars of Fox Sports Match Day Saturday, Robbie Slater. Thanks for joining us, Robbie. Hello, guys. Hope you're all well. We're very, very well, mate. I'm Carlos Alberto Diego. First, let's go to the Asian Cup final lost by the Socceroos against Japan last night. The boys were gallant in defeat, but uh, with a catalogue of missed opportunities, I can't help but think that uh, we missed a, a huge opportunity there. Yeah, look, certainly. Uh, you know, Doing the game on Fox Sports with Mark Bosnich, I think we both agreed that uh, Australia created enough opportunities, enough chances to, to win that game, but... Uh, football's all about taking your chances, the old cliche, but uh, but it is true. And uh, uh, we had some pretty good ones that we, we missed and we were made to pay a bit of a lapse of concentration at the back. And, I mean, theirs was a wonderful goal. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But it's a bit of a missed opportunity, isn't it? And it doesn't come back again. Now, Robbie's Cactus here, mate. Uh, like you said, we created all the chances. We were the better team. We didn't take him. Now, Harry's been wonderful for us, no doubt about it. But now, while he's not a prehistoric prong at this uh, at this time, he's not going to be the answer for us in 2014. Now, we've been talking today about a test tube prong, maybe creating our own <laughs> prong up front for uh, for 2014 and beyond. Do you know of any prongs anywhere that can just stick the ball in the back of the net for us that uh, that'll be the answer for us in a few years' time? Oh, look, I wish I knew. I would certainly uh, give it to you. But uh, it's a very good idea. <laughs> I'll have to use that for Match Day Saturday, that one. <laughs> just make sure you credit us. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, now, Robbie, Donnie here. Now, you know that the Diagos love you to death, right? You know, but you also know that during this brilliant career of yours, you've had to apologise to a few people along the way, and, and the latest being our very own Harry Kuehl. And we know that on air you said that he proved you wrong and that you, you gave the apology, but we want to know, have you apologised properly? Have you sent him flowers, cards, <laughs> chocolates, some jewellery perhaps? We need to know that you've apologised to him properly, mate. Oh, look, I haven't. I haven't had that opportunity. Uh, I was at the, when was it? I saw him at the, the awards night. Was it the A-League awards? Or was it anyway, some bloody awards that were on. And um, I think Harry actually dodged me, and I, I think he was still quite upset. I was all ready to apologise, you know, get down on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> Do the right thing. But, um, yeah, look, look. going back to Harry Gators, we call it now, Fox, is, um, <laughs> is something, look, that was... A little bit regrettable, I think, but it certainly drummed up some good publicity for the game. But um, look, uh, the comment I brought out, I guess, about what happened uh, you know, in private uh, surroundings, if you wanted the World Cup, maybe would have been. As a former player, you know, I should have known better, really, to leave that out. But it was just too resisting. To <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, Harry said what he said. I take it on board. Look, it got a bit personal and a bit silly in the end. And um, look, I think. It's well over now, and if any, if in any small way uh, that has contributed, and I say again, in any small way, because Harry's his own person, he's got his own uh, entourage around him, uh, to him rediscovering the form he showed in this tournament, and, and certainly he looked fit and strong. It's the first time we've seen him like that at a major tournament for such a long time, and uh, uh, brilliant. I mean, I thought Harry was, you know, maybe he's not the answer for 2014, but I think in this transition period, he certainly can be. Robbie, we need to take a break. Coming up, it's more of Robbie Slater. So stick around across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos, Cactus, Donny and Pablo here in the Four Diego's across Australia. We're chatting to Aussie football legend Robbie Slater. Robbie, it's Carlos again, mate. Uh, now, be careful with this next question. You might have to apologise to many, multiple apologies. Uh, how many of the current squad will make it to, uh, of the older guys, will make it to Brazil 2014? Look, I, I was in that position and uh, you know, I remember at the end of the around game, I went to the Confeds Cup where I, I eventually did retire because... It sort of dawned on me, and Zilko Kalic gave me a, a sort of a helping hand in the bus on the way to training one day when he said, Bulldog, why don't you just give it a rest and give the younger guys a go? <laughs> and I thought, you know, he sort of said it half-jokingly, and I thought, you know, uh, look, maybe he's right. And But in, you know, for, for, for that, I thought, I can make it, uh, you know, to 2002, which ended, obviously we ended up not making it to Korea and Japan, but... Uh, I looked ahead and I thought, oh, gee, I'll be 37. I can still do it. I can still do it. But in reality, you can't. And I think a lot of the players, without naming them, are in that sort of boat now where they're going to have to make a decision. I think the performances of the of the older players at this tournament has been very, very good. And certainly in the transition period, maybe over the next 12 months, two years, uh, maybe stretching it a bit, but... You know, some of them can can play a, a vital role in handing over the reins, as to you know, to put it that way, sort of thing. Uh, and uh, was that dodging the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Pablo here, Robbie. Uh, uh, the Brisbane Roar now, 23 games unbeaten. They've uh, they've set a, uh, a non-loss record. 
for Australian football. They practically won the Premier's plate in line to win the uh, Copperdale toilet seat. Um, is there is there a country is there is there a team in the country that can stop them? Look, uh, I would say up until a couple of weeks ago, I would I would have said no. Um, but I tell you what, the Central Coast Mariners are playing some very very. Let's put it this way, Graham Arnold might be very happy, but Brisbane like football, particularly in the first half against Adelaide last night, and their, um, their playmaker, number 10, Patricio Perez, was absolutely sensational in, in that first half, and he's getting better and better after a season interrupted with a little bit of diving and a little bit of injury. Um, and I, I look at them, and I think they could be a threat. But in the finals, um, you know, if you think Central Coast in the box seat now to, to finish second, that's going to be a very interesting major semi-final. Now, Robbie, it's Donnie again, and, and uh, you need to know we're recording. <laughs> this is going out live, Robbie, so be very careful with the answer to this question. Do female assistant referees know the offside rule? There is no doubt that Sarah Ho is the best referee's assistant in this country and has has been for a long time. But <laughs> I'm not getting dragged into that one. <laughs> Good on you, Rob. It's always a great pleasure talking to you, mate. Uh, great catching up again, Rob. Uh, good luck with the show, and hopefully we'll speak to you again down the track. Good on you, guys. That was a special soft sombrero moment with soccer legend Robbie Slater. Next up, it's the latest A-League news with Cactus Chris Couch, so stay tuned across Australia. This is the 40 Diego's. Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. You're with Carlos Cactus, Donnie and Pablo Cactus. What's the latest on the A-League front? Yes, Carlos, there's been uh, a few games this weekend so far. One that really, really doesn't matter. Perth Glory, Sydney FC, 2-0 to Sydney FC. Nicky Carl there in the ninth minute and Kazarini in the 53rd. Adelaide United, Central Coast Mariners. Central Coast won that one 2-1. Travis Dodd may have scored his last goal for Adelaide <laughs> in the 90th minute, but the Central Coast Mariners kept their faint Premier's yeah. plate hopes alive. Forget it. With a, with a 2-1 happy. win, Perez and Rose there scored the goals there. But the Brisbane Roars, this is the real success story of the season. They defeated the Melbourne Heart 2-1. Solizano and May were the goal scorers for the Roar. And Gerald Sabon got the uh, consolation one there for the Heart. But they've now gone 24 games, uh, 23 games, sorry, without a loss, beating the previous record by Arpia Leichhardt. What a performance by the Roar. Cactus, they'll never lose again. Edge plus the Coglutes are finally. I mean, they played beautiful football, they Donnie. They played beautiful football, Carl. Beautiful football on a minefield. Yeah, they do. last night. Well, it's not they even do. their home pitch. No. no. Playing no. it skilled down yeah. there on the Gold Coast. They uh, they really did. It was torn up, up that. It was torn up that park, too. It was torn up, and they tore up uh, the Melbourne Heart as well, and it was a great performance there. Their only loss of the season, ironically enough, came against the victory on September 12. Now, Given the Central Coast Mariners' 2-1 win over Adelaide, uh, they haven't quite sewn up the Premier's plate yet, but it's virtually done. No, it's all done. Virtually it's, sealed. It's there, Cactus. But now, Start partying now, I reckon. Exactly. What I'm going to do in the next day or two <laughs> is I'm going to set up a conference call. Yep. Ange, Robbie Slater, <laughs> yeah. and you, Carlos... Yeah. And you two are going to apologise to Ange. Oh, what you, no, well, we had him on a soft sombrero guest earlier on the year, and I, uh, I, I got piece. down on, you on bended knee. You I fell on your sword. I Carl. was on bended knee, and I, I 
big forgivers. Yep. He gave me forgivers. Can we include Craig Moore in that conference call? <laughs> <laughs> now, Cactus, of course, uh, big news about uh, Kevin Musket this week. The penalty has been handed down. Yeah, the penalty's been handed down. Eight matches he's uh, been suspended for, so that rules him out for the rest of the A-League season. Yep. Uh, even if the victory make the final, it's, uh, it probably, probably... Well, there's a lot of arguments to suggest whether that actually does fit the crime or not. I mean, I look back to when Danny Vukovic got yeah. nine months for slapping a, a referee's wrist yeah. uh, and he missed out on yeah. representing Australia at the Olympics. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm not saying Kevin Musket should have got more or less than that. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of opinions out there, but... I'm just sick and tired of the, the, the chat about it. Yeah. It's, it's all over. Move on. The, the penalty's been handed down. He may not play in the A-League ever again, So, uh, but... Adrian Zara, how's he going? Well, he had surgery on his knee on Thursday night. They're hoping he'll be back playing uh, in the early rounds of next season. So that's good news. Ado, give the nurses hell and make sure you teach them the offside rule. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, Cactus Chris Couch. Thanks very much, Pablo Cruz. Donnie Dominguez, I'm Carlos Alberto. Remember, for your dose of world footy, tune into the 4 Diego's right here every week. If you want to contact us, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4 Diego's. And you can check out our magnificent podcast at 4diegos.com. So remember, Cactus. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever Gringos play football, we'll, we'll be, be there. there. We are the Diegos. Olé. Olé. Triple M.